always happy right when I log in and I have to burp. And you have to what? And I have to burp right when I log in. <laughs> Very nice. How you doing, Chris? I'm good. How are you? Great. Are you peeing or getting water? That, that is me getting some water. I, I, I was going to clarify. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> That's awesome. I got my water. I got my scotch. I'm ready to rock. <laughs> right so on. what's going on with you? It's been a couple of um, weeks. Not much, man. Just uh, working and uh, raising little humans and seeing uh, Joker. Yeah, I've been raising puppies and seeing Joker. Yeah. What'd you think of the Birds of Prey trailer? Before we get oh, into it, I uh, I've I've not watched it on purpose because I'm kind of avoiding that because I had such a. Uh, bad reaction to Suicide Squad that I'm just yeah. not interested. Yeah. Well, they played it before the Joker. So they didn't play it before the Joker when you saw it? No, not 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 here, no. Oh, that's crazy. Me and Mr. J broke up. Okay. No. Yeah. Uh I'm not I'm not feeling it too much either. I'm like, ah, nah. Birds of Prey, I'll probably skip that shit. That's for fucking And it's short. a shame because, you know, she's a great actress and yeah. Rosie Perez. Uh, well, I she's not that great of an actress, but the um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Ramona Flowers. Um, oh, damn it! I'm gonna, I can't think of her name. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She mm-hmm. is a really good actress, and I really like her. Um, but I'm just, I just don't want to see it, man. Like, and yeah. and, and and I did see like a piece of one of the trailers, and as soon as I saw um, Ewan McGregor, not. <laughs> As Black Mask, but not as Black Mask. I right. was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a skip for me, I think. I will definitely not be yeah. paying for a theater showing of it, for sure. Uh, the next thing yeah. I'm going to th- I'm gonna see in theaters is uh, 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 Jay and Silent Bob reboot. That comes out next week, so I will definitely fucking be there for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I might, probably, but I can't, I can't say for sure. I like yeah. I I want to see it. I, lo- I you know I love Kevin Smith, but yeah. I don't know. I'm just not feeling it, I guess for some reason. I don't well, know. You know, I everybody's going to be in that shit, you know. Oh, of mean? course. Like, you know, Ben Affleck. It's, just, like, I, it's hard for me to watch Jason Mewes with his heroin like teeth. Yeah. And like seeing like you know just how different his mouth is, it really really gets on me. I, I don't I, yeah. like I feel bad that that's a thing, but it's so grating to me. Yeah. They need some. Yeah. They need to use that uh, that CG they used on Superman's mustache and, and... <laughs> fix his mouth. Well, mm. he hasn't been on heroin in years and years. You know what I mean? No, but he fucked himself up. Yeah. But uh, oh well. Hey, there's Jeff. Jeff Glover, what's up? Good evening, gentlemen. What's up? What's up? Glad to see that you're up and walking around from your breast augmentation. <laughs> How do you know I'm up and or walking around? <clears throat> I heard some jingle jangling. Maybe that's just your uh, your bling. Yeah, that's just my that's just my sparkly personality. <laughs> well, we were just talking about Birds of Prey and uh, Jan Salabob reboot. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's actually a guy in my restaurant that hasn't seen a single Kevin Smith movie. God. Yeah, but actually, it's kind of hard to do at this point. I know, right? Yeah, 
Tell him, no tell him clerks, make sure no mole rats. Make, make sure the first one he watches is Tusk. Right. I have not watched Tusk actually. You know what? Neither have I because and they, like you know this this delves into the realm of like I'll avoid movies because I don't care for actors and I don't care yeah. for um, Justin Long. Yeah. Well, it's I got Michael heard... Parks in it too, right? I, I don't know. Yeah, the dead Michael Parks. He did. Which one's that? I don't know who that is. Michael Parks. He was the sheriff in Kill Bill. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I also do not like Justin Long, and I also have not seen Tusk. Yeah, me either. And I, I don't know who Justin Long is. That's um, he was in Jeepers Creepers, and like, do you ever see uh, um, Idiocracy? No. Oh, dude, that's one. That's one we should we. That's that should be homework. If you, uh, Jeff, have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, um, you would know him if you saw. Okay, he was the. He was like you. You ever want to see Dodgeball? No. Oh shit! I'm thinking all these like movies that are like out there. Waiting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, you. you oh, know, he was in Waiting. I love Waiting. Yeah. He's like the black-haired kid. But it's like the main kid. Not. It's not Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, not a fan. Nice. So did everyone see the Joker? Yes. Well, don't you even read our, our threads on each other's... I, I do. Know, I do. I, I heard you were going to... No, no. I typed... I, it was right on your... Like, wait till you see me. You know, hear, you know, hear my hot takes. I commented on that very thing. I'm like... <laughs> I'm excited, okay. man. We all did our homework. We can go full Joker. And... <laughs> yeah. All right. So, 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 listeners, we've all seen a movie. You know that spoilers are ahead. So, if you've not seen the Joker, mm. now is your time to eject and see us next week. <laughs> and if yeah. you if you After have paid attention, it. if you've ever listened to our podcast before, you know that Mr. Chris Rappa feels very strongly about spoilers. Yes, um, I mean we all feel strongly about spoilers. Everyone does. It's just, but a it's dick another move. level for Chris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But dude, so so okay. So uh, when we, I don't know if you guys went through this, but my my buddy and I that went and saw it. Well, hang on like, now. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I don't. I believe we have not done the drop. Uh-oh, Haven't done the correct. drop. So, ladies and germs, this is the Perspective Podcast, episode thirty-three. Ah, <clears> three, <throat> three. My favorite number, you know. But anyway. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, featuring myself, Daryl Shakley, Chris Rappa, Jeffrey Glover, representing Denver, Colorado, Winchester, North Carolina. Uh, sorry, Winchester, Virginia, and uh, uh, all of our hometown. So uh, we're ready to rock. We're doing a full Joker fucking deep dive today. And uh, let's see what happens. So let's go, gentlemen. What do you got? So, so what I was saying was, um, so, you know, I because of, of my... Uh, guttural hatred for people that you know talk in movies and or spoilers um i go to a place that's called the alamo which if you guys mm. are not familiar it's probably the, the the greatest plug plug movie uh theater out there no shit um, if you're gonna talk them up the way you do every time we need to get like a sponsorship <clears throat> or something there right but go on <laughs> um so um, anyway, so so my buddy was, and I were like joking around, and he was like genuinely, you know, worried because of the the buzz that was out there with, you know, potential violence during the screenings. That 
you know, little little looking over the shoulder. And I, I definitely, um, uh, you know, since since uh, the Dark Knight, have always been well aware that of where I am in a theater, mm-hmm. and when I, I always check my exits as soon as I go in. Well, that was the Dark Knight Rises, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yes. Um. So so anyway, so we're sitting there, and this guy sits down, and, and we went to a pretty late show, so you know, bound to have, you know, drunken people, especially at the Alamo, which serves, you know, has a full bar. And the, the, the guy and his friends walk in and he's all loud. <clears> and, <throat> like, and I had this moment where like, we both kind of look at each other and we're like, Jesus Christ, it's going to be one of those times. And the Alamo, like, you, you know, if somebody talks, you just raise a, raise a card and they'll kick, they'll give them a warning. If they don't shut up, fuck them, they're out. So this guy sits down and he, and he's like trying to be all loud. And he's this kind of guy. This because this is what he says out of his mouth all loud. He goes, "Charles Manson is my life," and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "What a fucking moron!" So, and 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 to Alan's <clears throat> credit, they weren't there five minutes, and one of the managers came over and was like, "Guys, you got to chill the fuck out, or else you're gone." And they did, and I was I've never been happier because this is one of the movies that. I wanted to to be able to submerge myself in, and I I did. And there are there are a few movies out there that I have been able to um, suspend my disbelief and to 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 uh, take on the emotions of of uh, the, you know the protagonist so much so that I've had a panic attack. And t- during this movie, I felt some panic, and I was like, "This is fucking great." <laughs> Um, but yeah, guys, I mean, what do you think? I mean, Jeffrey, you know, you, you, you know, both of you guys that, you know, folks on, online, I, you know, I, I've been just, you know, uh, heaping praise on this film. You know, I, I adored this film. I think it's the best movie of the year that I've seen so far. <clears throat> I think that his performance is Oscar worthy. And it, it, I think it's, you know, one of his standout performances. I mean, Jeff, I, I don't think I've heard much of you from you out of you on this one. Well, I only just saw it yesterday morning, mm-hmm. um, which is weird. I'm 47 years old, and I still like when I go to a movie, something in my brain expects it to be nighttime and dark right. when I walk out. You know, Ooh. so not only was it not dark at nighttime, it was like fucking 12:30 in the afternoon, and I've been, <laughs> I'm walking out after seeing that, and get the fuzzies had to you know like uh i had a bunch of running around i needed to do after that um i was uh you know i I was pretty uh i was pretty blown away i mean i had high expectations knowing the quality of uh of, of the actor um but i just felt like yeah i mean his performance was stunning um, music was used so effectively. It was shot beautifully. I mean, there's just, yeah, it's heaping praise, as you put it. It's very easy to do. And it was yeah. funny because, you know, I, I'm like a novice level nerd compared to you guys. And, you know, I say that with all respect and actually kind of like, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't wait to hear from <laughs> you guys about this because I found it interesting, <clears throat> you know, this, you know, what they did and how they approached this, this, you know, they just wrote this story, you know, they made this up. This didn't come from anywhere in the, you know, Batman universe 
Person. There are definitely some nods to some of the source material. Absolutely, sure. absolutely. Right. Um, but I just I didn't know if that <clears> would be like a problem for either of you or for some people. And I th- I think it could have been had it mm. not been done so well. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but it's funny because the person I went with, I didn't know if she'd be into it or not. Um, just because I didn't know what kind like I didn't know if it'd be like the violence or whatever and she but so I was like you know by any chance would you you know be into going to see this and this was Tuesday which was bargain day here in the ville and she's like yeah I'd I'd actually love to but but I can't uh today and then I realized that they have matinees in Meadville where it's still only it's like a buck more than the bargain night so for like Mm -hmm. 650 and we paid the extra $3 for the VIP seating, which Ooh. is, you know, the reclining chairs and all that, which she'd never done before. So, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, so I'm thinking, well, she's down and she's into this and looking forward to it too. No, she's just a big fan of uh, Joaquin Phoenix and knew that the movie was supposed to be a big deal. So like, we're getting ready to go. She's <laughs> like, so tell me about this movie. Like, what are we going to see? I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> you know, but, uh, who is this? Are you talking about LaPenta no, or someone is, else? No, uh, this is my friend Jessica. No, I tried to get Michelle to come down okay. Tuesday to watch it, but that was just like a joking suggestion because, you know, it's 40 miles away and mm-hmm. she's, as, she's as broke as I am <clears> for <throat> gas and whatnot. So she was busy. I think she had plans anyway. But, uh, nice. I mean, I know we all have a lot of thoughts on this, but I've been yapping. So D, you know, I don't think we'll all get to say our piece at, at you know, in one fell swoop, you know, what are you feeling? What do you think? Yeah. Trash. <laughs> did you? Hated. Well, I started thinking, yeah. like, did, I did, did not, did, did not, yeah, did not like the film. Did not like it. It had a really, really strong third act. I thought that was fantastic. Especially the pearls. As soon as they, and by the way, in the third act, they were walking out of, not Zorro, which is the original right. source material for the Batman, uh, uh, origin story. Caliber. They were wa- they were walking out of Zorro. The- no, they were walking out of Zorro the mm-hmm. Game Blade, which I saw in theaters when oh. I was a kid, and I thought that was a nice twist on the origin. And the mar- it, it, I thought it that also was really really super cool. Excalibur, like there's a few of them. Uh, <clears throat> there, there's a, it's like a coming soon. It says Excalibur or something along those lines, which it's it's so it's awesome. definitely nods to a few of to few of the other ones that have come before it. Um, where they've changed up um, what they were seeing. Well, one thing yeah. that I've, I've noticed is like instantly, like from the opening shot, it, you're either like it grabs you and you're compelled and into it, or I guess in your case, Daryl, maybe the opposite. Like, were you, how long was it before you were like, fuck this? And you were just, you know, not dick turned off. <clears throat> The whole time, I was just waiting for the fucking like movie the to jump, start. Really? Like, you know, even my friend from the jump. Uh, I went with uh, my right. friend Sadi and his dad Martel, and uh, my homie Jose from the restaurant and his girlfriend uh-huh. Hope. And uh, uh, Jose is the guy who has never seen a Kevin Smith okay. movie, by the way. Um, and yeah, so we went and uh, checked it out, and I was just like, "When is this fucking thing gonna start, man?" It was so fucking boring for the first two acts, you know so... what I mean? And it was a real treat to see De Niro. And by the way, uh, not to discredit Joaquin Phoenix, the man is a motherfucking genius. Okay, like his performance is fucking out of this world, and he should definitely get Best Actor for that shit because he was fucking insane, insanely good actor. 
but the material i'm just like oh my god who wrote this fucking movie you know what i mean i'm like you know i want a little a little bit of flash a little bit of fucking action you know what i mean i'm like i'm just like jesus christ and by the way shouts out to mom uh from six Francis, feet under Francis Jeff, right? Conroy, yeah yeah yes i mean come on man she was fucking awesome too and uh, one of the, the things that I did like about the film is uh, the black girlfriend, which was a hallucination the entire fucking uh-huh. film. You, you know what I mean? Did, like you, you kind of have to separate wh- wh- what's real and what's a hallucination on Joaquin Phoenix. Now I, I have to you know what I mean you, during you, the film. Did, now, did you? I saw that coming. Like, ever buy it? Mile away. Like uh-huh. ever buy it for a split second? Fuck no. Yeah, no, me neither. And, yeah, I saw <clears> it coming a mile away. And um, I, you know, you know, the second that, because if in the inner, in the one of the interactions that he has with her at the very beginning, it's like you almost see this snap where he all of a sudden is all suave, and I'm like, oh, that's not him. Yeah. And right. um, and I and I I knew it, which I was like, okay, but and I know that like, not everybody, you know, I'm having this thought where I'm like, not everybody's gonna catch this, and sure. um. But yeah, like I know, I, I definitely, you know, when he was all suave and like could, you know, it was all awkward. But with her, you know, totally wasn't. I was like, oh yeah, this is what he. This is the idealized version of himself, just like when mm-hmm. he was envisioning himself in the audience of mm-hmm. um, the yeah. show on the De Niro show, <laughs> or perhaps you could even say on the on the show at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, right, but oh, um, I think that was real though. But there is a thing is, yeah, yeah. you know so that that thread on your post chris the one you know jules chimed in with she expected it to be a little you know a little more maniacal joker type shenanigans and it kind of sounds like that's what you were waiting on daryl like when you're saying it was you were waiting for it to start and it was slow and it was boring um like yeah. you were expecting more along the lines of the mayhem and the um and I get that. I mean, I do get that. I, and, and one thing I thought was yeah. interesting is there was so much talk and so much focus beforehand. And I, you know, purposely kept myself as in the dark as possible. Like I tried to anything, well. mm-hmm. yeah. you know, so like I wasn't any article I saw. I'm like, fuck that. You know, until I see this, I'm not going to read it. But then after the fact, like yeah. Jessica, who I went with, she's like, it was funny. She's like, I can't wait to read about it online now, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, but you know, because I started as we're on the drive there, and I'm like, well, because like I don't, I I don't think you know, I've known her 30 years. I don't think we've ever gone to a movie together, you know. So like I don't know what kind of level of violence is okay. I don't even know what to expect. That's just the gist of what I'm hearing. And there's these, you know, it's censored in you know countries and whatever. And um, and see, and she was like, well, that 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 kind of violence is nothing for me. You know, it's it's you know wasn't shocking at all. And I think the reason that the violence of that film got so much more attention because you compare that to like a Marvel movie where you have like hundreds of people dying and explosions, you know, like just a whole lot more right. like it's, movie it, that... violence. This is, it's the reality and the, yes. the, 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 like it, everything is scaled away and mm-hmm. it, it, you know, yeah, there was only not, three violent scenes in the film. What's that? There was only like three violent scenes in the film it was not bad at all i expected so much more gore and mayhem right but but the thing is that's the thing is we are so desensitized to the gore and mayhem mm-hmm. because of how it is presented in so many of the most popular films that come out these days hugely popular mm-hmm. films where there's 
you know, people are, you can't even keep track of, you know, that's like trying to keep track of, you know, <clears throat> F-bombs in the Wolf of Wall Street. Like, you got to keep that shit just counting, you know? It's it's the Eli Roth <laughs> and the Quentin Tarantino where it's gore for the sake of gore that that mm-hmm. there's too much of these days. And, and, and like you said, the scaled back of this film was so just dead on and it resonated with me like nothing has in a while. Because here's the thing. Like, we remember we talked about Bud Dwyer before. Yep. Like, you know, this was live TV, supposedly late 70s, early 80s. So, you know, and and the, the violence you saw in that movie was a lot more akin to what we all saw, you know, really yeah. happen. And yeah. that shit, that was pretty fucked up. Now, would people be going, well, if you'd have killed everybody in the room, it would have been a little more violent. No, you know, because that <clears throat> shit was real. Yeah. And it fucked you up and it grabbed you. I mean, for me anyway, it knocked me down. Because, yeah, you can watch 300 people get blown up instantly or, you know. Um, <clears throat> and it's just like, meh, yeah, whatever. Um, and it's the actual well, individual human element of it, I think. Is well, what, what I was waiting for, what I loved uh, in The Dark Knight Returns by Frank Miller, uh, the Joker got to go on the David Letterman show when he gets released from the Arkham Asylum. I'm I'm not sure if both of you have read Dark Knight Returns. Yes, Jeff, I don't, I don't think you have a copy yet, but uh, he kills the entire audience with smile gas mm-hmm. in 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 a scene in uh, Dark Knight Returns. But that's long and, after he's been established as the Joker. This exactly, is his he's already, yeah, he's, yeah, right, right. Well, and and the thing about that, the, the, one of the things that that was a nod to the source material for this was when he when it's revealed that you know that. Um, uh, Maisie, I can't think of her name, Domino, wh- whatever her name is, um, is a figment when he like shows up in her, in her apartment and he sa- he like says to her, I had a bad day. Yeah, all it in, takes is one bad day. In the, in the killing joke, yeah. there is, there is, there's like a, a, a um, uh, where he talks about it, where all it takes is like one bad day to put somebody over the edge. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. is essentially his tipping point. He, that was, you know, that was his, where he snapped and dude, I'm sorry. But when, uh, uh, he turned in, when he snapped and he was walking down those stairs, when he was there and they played that, the the hockey, you know, anthem, I, I was beaming from ear to ear. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. (laughs) Well, one thing, and this killed me, um, that I actually, you know, admit like one of the violent scenes <clears throat> is uh, when his uh, the the two guys I can't remember their names right. show up because they heard about his mom. And was it Randall? Was that the one, the big guy who gave him the gun? I think so. And he, you know, fucking, you know, he he kills him right in front of the other guy. Um, can't remember his name. But and he's just losing it. He's like, "Why? Yeah. What are you fucking doing?" And so this is happening. And then, like, this actually <clears throat> made me laugh out loud, which I couldn't believe. I laughed out loud, and it wasn't an accident. But like, so when he goes to try to leave, and he's he a jump the, scares the, him. He's a dwarf. Yeah. No, not the jump scare. Oh, this See, is a man who's gonna, been yeah. that height his whole life. He's had to deal with this before. It's been a frustration, I'm sure. But he tells him to leave, and he gets over to the door. And he can't fucking reach the the chain to unlock yeah. it. And just, just <laughs> that moment that was he awesome. Puts his head to the door, like fuck. 
Yeah. You know, like even this crazy shit just happened, but I'm still only three foot five, you know, See, and, and he and, had to ask, yeah. him, you know, to help getting out. And I, it was I, funny. Yeah. It was fucking funny. Yeah. See, when when he, so when he locked the door, I was like, oh, little guy. Like I knew it, it when I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, they're both going to die. And then when he let him out, I was like, well, he was the one that was nice to him. Yeah. And see, I didn't. Uh, that got a laugh in our, in my theater too, and I I I didn't laugh at that. Like, you know, because because the you know to me, I just I felt bad for him. I was sympathetic for that. Oh, absolutely for, for him. And um, I, but it was I just, like that uncomfortable yeah. laughter too. It was kind of like Arthur laughter. You know? uh, see, I, I just got that big laugh when he like jump scares him, like when he's like going by when he's yeah. like, you can leave, and he's like, I just yeah. you know I was there, but. Yeah, no, I, I, that one didn't didn't get me. I, I, I was not a fan of that one. And, uh, you know, I don't know. But, but uh, no, man, like, I just, oh, fuck. I, 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 it's funny, like, I knew, I was like, I bet Daryl, I'm like, I bet Daryl didn't like this. It's funny. Like, I had that moment where, I, like, afterwards, I was like, I bet Daryl hated it. And, uh, <laughs> and, and it, it, yeah, and that, yep. that's a shame. Like, you know, but it is, I mean, it, you, you know, some of the movies that you've that you have, you know, heaped praise on yourself. Like I, I I'm, you know, worlds apart on on how uh, well, I feel about yeah, everything as well. It's, right, you know, right. Comedy, comedy right. is subjective. Absolutely. So, so yeah, as I'm saying, like I was like, I, I just for some reason I was just like, I don't think that that's and, and like I said, it's not going to be everybody's cup of battery acid. Um, it was just visceral and just, you know, I thought that it captured, uh, of the movies that, 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 that it's done, I thought it captured Gotham superbly. Um, yeah, well, the girl refers to it as New York City during the film, by uh, the way. So that well, was in, if weird. you look, no, I did didn't you catch not. that? Um, whereabouts? But, uh, yeah, the, the black girl, the girl, the fake girlfriend. She was like, oh, another night in New York City. I was like, no, 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 Are no. Are you sure it's she doesn't say another night in the about? city or Gotham City? No, she huh, said I'll New York to, City. I I'll was like, to go what back the... and watch that because I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. Well, and, but, but if you look yeah. at, um, you know, in, we're on the map of, of the United States, in, in the DC universe, you know, that is what Gotham is, is New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. But so that makes sense. But, 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 but no, they, they definitely say Gotham a lot. Um, mm-hmm. They do. Um, they do. You know what was do. really weird for me? The guy who played Thomas Wayne it sounded, and this is just, I don't know, I like maybe he didn't sound that much like him, but I heard it and then I couldn't not hear it. He sounded like Adam West to me. Which kind of cracked me up. Like, did you notice that at all? Like, oh no, I no, not not for me. I didn't catch that one at all. I mean, I don't think I, it was intentional. It just it was reminiscent to me. I'm like, yeah. well, that's kind of funny. See, I, I I thought he was just a little too gruff, and I, I wanted him to be a little bit, but <clears throat> a little bit. Um, uh, well, no, I, I just wanted him to be a, a you know a little bit more sympathetic of a guy, uh, you know, because of of some of the other stuff. But then if I think about the the alternate of him in like Flashpoint, like and and Jeff, if you don't know what that is, Flashpoint is like a, a, another dem- like reality or another Earth or whatever that that um, the Flash goes through time and it, because he stops something from ha- it stops his mother from dying, it like it's this shockwave effect and it ends up um, that uh, Bruce is the one that gets killed and it makes. 
um, his parents go crazy and Thomas oh, Wayne wow. becomes Batman. And in some of the incarnations, his mother becomes the Joker. Right. Um, yeah. No, what? And that's, yeah. That and that's, crazy. that's why people were so fucking mm-hmm. amped when in um, Batman versus Superman uh, because they had um, Jeffrey Dean Anderson and the other girl from uh, from Walking Dead because they were like, could you imagine these two in those roles? <laughs> um, and I told, I was like, fuck yes. Um, but uh, but no, like yeah, like the, there was a there's a nod to um, what is it, the Rat Catcher or something? Uh, the, I, there's some there's some weird like like throwaway villain that they kind of kind of reference in one of the news broadcasts at the beginning uh, when they talk about giant rats and uh, super rats. Yeah, 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 super rats, that's it. Um, they need super right? rats. <laughs> but, uh, but no, like, you know, that, the line where he's just like, he's like, you know, uh, he's like, you know what, go near my kid again and I'll fucking kill you. I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I'm right. I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, mm. I thought being someone who, you know, has mental health issues of their own, you know, and also worked in the system for, you know, nearly a decade and a half, you know, social services. Um, there, you know, in the beginning, when you're seeing him going to his appointments and, I mean, that was hitting me hard because, like, I was being reminded of of clients of mine, <laughs> you know, like, actually, one in particular <laughs> um, who was much more on the mental health end as opposed to uh, MR um, for, for what I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but that, um, one thing that really, you know, hit me hard is, you know, and... I would love to get a, you know, I wanted to be able to like pause and, you know, screenshot his notebooks and be able to read some of those more as he's like flipping pages. But the one is like, you know, the hardest part about uh, having mental illness is people expecting you to act like you don't. Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck. Because, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a Mm -hmm. mouthful and a half right there. Now, obviously, it's the extreme level that we're being shown and being portrayed but even if you're just talking about clinical depression or uh you know social anxiety and things like that you know people can be like oh yeah no i understand you know but then they expect you to just be cool (laughs) you know or um i don't know um and then you shoot uh three douchebags in the subway So. And that is, is very, very reminiscent of if you remember the the Bernie Getz guy that blasted those dudes Absolutely. on the subway. Yeah. Um, you know, story that, in the eighties, the vigilante. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And if you that uh, there that was a joke that Bobcat Goldthwait uh, to, told about uh, that guy, where he was just like essentially like talking about how, um, you know, that they, they they tried to rob him with a screwdriver. And he's like, you know, what the fuck are you going to do? And, and then, you know, imagine Bobcat. And he's just like, you know, give me your money. Uh, I'm going to make your glasses really wiggly. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask and, uh, you this, because I think this is the big. Like. 
it's one of the, the, the beautiful parts of how I thought, you know, it was crafted is you really have to decide for yourself, you know, what's real and what's not, mm-hmm. which is, is an interesting thing to be, you know, saying for yourself when you're talking about an individual who cannot discern what is real and what mm-hmm. is not, you know, and so you're seeing basically his take on things. So like, I, you know, I'm, I've gone back and forth. Um, like, like you mentioned, Daryl, obviously the mm. girlfriend that was, you know, that was, uh, Tyler Durden and the narrator, you know? Um, and, but then, and you know, the, the first scene when he's watching Murray and then he's all of a sudden he's in the crowd, but like, mm. there are things that are more obvious that this is in his head. And then there are other things where it's very easy to question. Um, so like, have you guys had much thoughts or, you know, about like what was real and what was not? Well, he, because of, from the, from the start, he essentially has established himself as an unreliable narrator. And because of that, you have to take everything that happens in that film with a grain of salt. All right. And exactly. And I'm going to ask you to hold that thought and not lose it. But what made me kind of want to get to this is, okay, the, the three douchebags on the train. Now, seeing them, you know, they're drunk and they're tossing French fries at the woman who's on the train, who's kind of looking over to Arthur mm-hmm. for, for like, yo, dude, you know, you're going to like help me out here a little bit. That's a lot more realistic than these three Wall Street guys launching into a Sinatra song, right? <laughs> like, am I wrong mm-hmm. there? You know, yeah, maybe well, isn't they decide it, it... to make him the focus of their torment, but they're not going to fucking go into a song and dance. But isn't it a song about a clown? Yes, it's sending the fucking clowns. Yeah. You know, but still, I mean, you could tell these are just three guys who, what, were they theater minors at Georgetown or what, you know? Well, you know, I mean, I, I or so you're, you're, you're calling into question if that actually happened. I'm calling into question what even actually happened. Oh, if right. he was ever not. Well, I think Arkham. that did happen. Right. Because, you know, Thomas Wayne was like very distraught because they were investment backers for Wayne Industries. Yeah. But but the, because of the very last line that he uh, well, one of the last lines that he utters when he says, I was thinking of a joke, yeah, and he's like, you, you wouldn't get it. That sheds, that, uh, you know, puts doubt on almost everything. Mm-hmm. And he, it, 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 and it could have been the Joker who was, who in fact was the Joker of Mayhem and was the, you know, the, the one that you wanted because of what, how he walked out and his bloodstained footprints and, you know, the orderlies are chasing after him. Oh. And... and um, in almost Scooby Doo fashion, through you know, uh, you know, through the around the the hallways, it could have been his, you know, one of his idealized versions of, you know, why he's where he is, mm-hmm. and it absolutely could, you know, but but who knows? And 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 here's one thing that I that I need to go back and, and after, on a second viewing and, t- and try to watch. He doesn't do that perfect joke or cackle every time. And I'm wondering if when if the the scenes where he holds the little card out and he's like, I have a, a, an order. And if you notice in those scenes, it's not that cackle. The mm-hmm. cackle 
is is only sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm I and, and to me I'm wondering, okay, does that is that a, a tip of the hat to okay, this part's fake, this part's not, mm-hmm. this part's fake, this part's not. Like, but that's the thing is like fake's not the right word. And I know you're right. just talking, but it's right. you know, again, this is someone who from the jump, you know, as you said, he's he's not a reliable narrator, but you know, you you know, you know before you walked into the theater, you know, this character who we're going to see has some issues, you know, has some <laughs> mental health issues, has, right. you know, has trouble discerning reality and, and also just kind of doesn't give a fuck, mm-hmm. um, you know, enjoys unreality even more because it's much more pleasant than reality has ever been. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just, it's not difficult for me to, to convince myself that so many things like just wouldn't have happened that way. Like when you're talking about when he became all suave <laughs> with her, like even when he's, you know, when he goes on Murray, like, yes, maybe it's because he's, he's completely, he's just gone. He's flipped. So mm-hmm. now it's this different, you know, Murray. Um, but he had never up to that moment, shown that sort of <clears throat> you know charisma and well i think fun. that but, and, but in in that in let's just say okay let's just let's play that as it being all that whole part of that reality that 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 it, let's just say that that one is uh, you know real okay um that scene where he's on the stairs and it's like him they're playing that hockey like rally music mm-hmm. That is him essentially coming out of because if you want you know out of of himself sure because you know of how much you know in the movie that they 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 show the visuals of him just trudging up those stairs sure and it's just arduous and you know it it, it very well could have been just this him boom he's out you know he's 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 released all of his baggage you know he's. You know something that, yeah. Well, that's. I'll tell you one thing from uh, you know experience and working in the field. You know, when people decide to stop taking their meds, bad shit mm-hmm. happens. You mm-hmm. know? Um, <clears throat> but I don't know. Okay, well, let's just you know let's look at Murray a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mark Marin, who is great. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, that's Mr. Franklin to you, and all this. But like, okay, here's here's Murray Franklin. Um, who you can equate with any, you know, Carson, you know, Letterman, you name it, you know, but and this is late seventies, early eighties. So you're talking Merv, Phil Donahue and all, you know, whoever, but this is late night. So this is the Johnny Carson era. And, mm-hmm. um, given what's going what has been going on and all these protests and this movement, you know, here's this guy who he's been showing this video of and ridiculing and making fun of. And now they decide to invite him on the show because it'd be a hoot. Um, and he shows up looking like that amidst all that. And they just take his word for it. Oh no, I'm not political. <laughs> um, like so many mo- things once <clears throat> there, like is Murray really going to be like, Oh no, no, this is good. Let him go. You know, after mm-hmm. he confesses to killing, he's like, no, no, look, you know, and Mark Maron's like, cut this shit. Fuck this. And I was like, no, 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 yeah. no. Well, that's and that he, he lets him go of off on this whole, you know, like it, that is very difficult to believe right. that that's gonna play out the way that did. 
with everything yeah. going on in the streets, you know, Robert De Niro, he's like, no, I think it'll work. I think it'll work. Like, how's that going to work? You know, like, well, and like, I, what's yeah. that? I, I was going to say, and you, I think if you even take it out of context and, and, and look and put that in a real, uh, a real reality, like you're saying, there's no self-respecting like talk show host that would have, especially in that eighties era that would have been able to get away with that shit. Right. Like not like just making saying, fun like, of somebody and, and like exactly in this that's day and I'm, age. Yeah. yeah. That's what humor has become, you know, much more. So that's what, that's what a lot of things have become, but yeah, you know, you're, you want to be everybody's, you want everybody to go to bed to you, roll it, you know, yeah. roll over the end of the night. Good night, Johnny, you know, good night, Murray. <clears throat> that's life. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just that that's also it's very unrealistic to me, yeah. which leads me to believe it's a delusion. Right. Um, and then, you know, so, OK, so then after that happens, you know, once he's he's raised up, you know, and it's almost like this idolatry, this this Christ like, you know. <clears throat> All of his followers, they bring him out and they carry him and they, you know, and he comes back and he, it's just like, okay, that has to be in his head, you're thinking, <laughs> you know, because first of all, you just got T-boned by an ambulance and I'm pretty sure you're not just going to be dancing at that point, just, mm-hmm. you know, on a physical level. But, you know, I just, I don't, I don't see, it becomes a lot more plausible to me that this is you know the film that is playing out in Arthur's brain mm-hmm. that we are privy to getting to see you know but the majority of it is you know is delusion but then you mm-hmm. throw in the whole you know Tarantino element of things being non-linear because mm-hmm. when the social worker, whoever it was, I didn't take her to be a, a shrink as much as just a social worker. Um, in the beginning, asks about when he was at the hospital and what have you thought about, you know, why you were there or when you were there before. And then you start thinking, well, did he get out? And then he was living with his mom and got this job. Because, like, if you really, if you were as bad off as he was, if you see him in these appointments and you see him just existing and how he is that's when you know there's no way he's gonna get you know hook up with a girl let alone like her um but even just to go out and hold down a goddamn job again i i supported a lot of people who you know had a lot of pretty heavy mental health issues and yeah you're not going out and hustling the streets you know if he if i don't don't know i don't know i'm fucking rambling i just uh, (laughs) I think that, well, no, you know, I think you're on you're on point though. What I did like is in the third act. Like the third act I thought was super strong. Like the first two acts I was like fucking my homie Saudi fell asleep three times during the film, <laughs> right? And I'm like, oh, get up, there's a movie going. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh Captain Fucking Snore over here, right? So uh the third act though was super cool because I found that uh after uh, Joker had been, you know, beaten and fucking ridiculed and whatnot and fired from his job in the set and the third, in the third act, he's idolized by all the protesters at the end of the film. And I thought that was super fucking awesome. And I think it gives him license to become the fucking Joker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
and also tying in the the birth of batman at the end was fucking genius i can't believe that was even in the film and how they tied it in was a really really good move so Damn, i saw the pack of smokes over there um i've got a uh a a mug of Hawaiian punch that had been in the freezer, so I'm like chipping away at it as if it were a frozen <laughs> slushy. Nice. <laughs> no, I I, I I I agree with with you that that the you know the mob idolizing him like that, and if you you know he definitely has his followers for sure. Sure, yeah. Um, especially in Gotham, where there there there's so many downtrodden. He could speak to you know a lot of, spoke, of folks, especially after that you know that rant you know that you know may or may not have happened on Murray's show. Um, but uh, I just I, I loved the whole parallels with you know with Johnny oh, and, and Doctor Doctor Ruth. Oh, sorry. Looks like Anchor fucked up. Surprise, surprise! It's Lando in disguise. Well, it's been a couple of weeks since it's fucked up, so we're doing pretty good. We'll see if Jeff gets back on. <laughs> but we were talking about. Uh, so, so what uh, I was saying was, I, 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 I liked the the parallels with Johnny, and you had the, the you know the the Ed McMahon and the Doctor Ruth character. Like, I, I thought that was just hysterical. Um, yes. Oh, you know. the Doctor Ruth. Yeah, she was super cool, and she gets a big kiss from the Joker. I mm-hmm. like that a lot. Um, yeah, no, there, there's, oh, man, um, I just, I, I, I'm so sorry that you didn't like it, Daryl, because like, it's, I, I think it's, it's like, you know, top five, you know, if, if you're, if you're putting it wait, in wait, the wait, superhero top five all time, listen, listen to me. Let me <laughs> okay. All right. If you're, if you're putting it in the category of superhero movies, I think you, it's easily top five superhero movies for me. Um, you know, obviously, you know, in my top five is Watchmen and this one and um, probably The Dark Knight Endgame. Rises. Oh, yeah. You know what? I see. I love Endgame. I do. But I, I there's a part of me that, that I think um, like is even willing to give. Um, <clears throat> what's the one before? Jesus Christ. Um, Infinity War. Yeah. Um, the Edge over Endgame. I do well, love do it. Do you consider it a superhero movie? Would you? I think you have to because of this, because of uh, right. what it is. It's subject matter, right? Sure. I mean, uh, we're in a time where you can get a super villain movie, and 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 obviously a super villain movie can fly. I just I hope... think it was such a drastically different. I think it is. You're you're right. It is a superhero movie, but I think it's such a different approach. It's more yeah. of like it's a character study. Yeah, you know, it's it's a, yeah. it's a psychological, especially for the first two acts study. You know, yeah. No, I love that. Like you know, just like I felt like I, I, I you know, walked out of that movie, you know, and I had so, so much tar from his cigarettes all over me. Oh my god! <laughs> Talk about like I haven't had a cigarette in ten years, and every once in a while, I like you know, I'll see somebody smoking in a movie or something, and be like, eh, I wouldn't mind one. That could have been a non-smoking ad. That whole movie. The way he <laughs> smoked. My God. Because yeah. he did not make it look cool and suave and attractive like they used to market it to mm-hmm. pregnant housewives in the fifties, you know. Yeah, it, you know, and and 
you know, one of the other things that, 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 you know, makes me think of just him in his, in his, you know, apartment and, you know, uh, everything about, you know, that, and, you know, when he turns up the TV to mask the, you know, the gunshot and like, you know, they're, <laughs> they're essentially setting up the entire movie for him to, you know, be going on to Murray and blowing his brains out. Yeah. And then they swerve and awesome. he does, you know, he does what he does. Yeah. Like, I thought that was just such a good, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, I guess I don't want to say switcheroo, but, it, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, they, you know, I was like, damn, I'm like, are they going to really swerve this one and go that route? And they didn't. And I was like, good. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Well, my biggest hope is that they include Joaquin Phoenix in the new Robert Pattinson oh, Batman mm, film. No, they, they, they apparently they, they've already asked the director. I think it's standalone, though, right? They've already asked the director if he sees that happening, and he was just like, no. He's like, you know, I don't see that. But now, they're, they're, the Warner Brothers is, after the success of this movie, absolutely going to approach both of them to... Um, to it's at some way bring this. I saw a, a great uh, uh, picture on Instagram where someone edited uh, Batfleck in the back of, of a picture of him, and I was like, "All right, man, I'm like, I'm in, I'm in for that." Um, yeah, because you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I've, I think, like I said, you know, I've said it before, and that's my hot take is that I thought that you know he was the best Batman with the worst script. Um, yeah, but no, I'm, I'm. I would love it because, you know, I, I know that everybody's is, is, you know, already going into the, you know, seeing the patents and Batman, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are like, fuck that, you know, whatever. But like, there's another one. He's a good actor. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, judging by the, the, every time that, that there's been a movie like where there's a superhero character where everybody's like, man, whatever, no way in that casting. It's it's they've turned around and been the best. Like who would have thought? Like you know, Chris fucking Evans would have would have done such a fucking amazing oh. job as Captain America. Like no, you know, Chris who, Evans who, is fucking immortal now, dude. You know who would have thought that that you know that's uh, America's ass. That that you know an Australian actor who had you know had been kind of a a, a small roles here and there. Up until then, you know, who would have thought that he could have been such a phenomenal, um, you know, Joker? You know, no one saw that coming. Like, you know, there's just so many. You know, I love. Like, I'm I'm open now to there being uh, the status quo, and that's why part of the reason I love this movie so much. And it it doesn't play into like you know, and what you wanted, Daryl, and and. and and you wanted the the status quo of movies where it was just mindless action and you know violence for the sake of violence and you know I I'm, I don't I, I'm not into that for you know I, I like I said I you know I don't the Eli Roth effect you know this I like that's why I won't watch the well Saw and movies. It, I mean I can see where it would be expected from this character though because right. he is an agent of chaos mm-hmm. you know he he but this is more about well know, this is an origin thing. yeah this is like and, how you got to that point or at least. Perhaps how you got there. To. There is, and I think it's Batman the Animated Series. It's either Batman the Animated Series or, or one of the standalone movies where it's they show like the lead up to to him becoming the Joker, and he is a, a stand up, a failed stand up comedian. Right. But his home life is is shit, and like his wife or whatever is isn't supportive or whatever, and it shows like his kind of slow burn. 
Um, that's the, and that, that's, I think that's, that's such a, such a good uh, way to describe mm-hmm. this one is it's such a slow burn, but, um, you see his like descent, like, and that's another show that just doesn't get enough credit, <laughs> you know, that, yeah, so that standard. The, the black girlfriend, and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name, but she was not at the stand routine, right? That was the hallucination, was. right? Oh yeah. Of course. Right. No, she didn't come see him do stand up. Right. Right. That's you know, because like you immediately you see them, you know, walking the streets afterwards, but also like, you know, the music kicks in because he's dying up there. You know, yeah. he's fucking dying. Yeah. But then yeah. the music kicks in and you're just seeing him and the crowd's laughing. But then right. later on Murray, you're hearing the like when he spreads his arms out, I'm going to be a comedian, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, and guys, um, and because we, we don't fact check it, it's Zazzy Beat. It's oh, okay. Yeah. That's her. That's her actual name, right? Yes. I still can't remember the character's name. Oh, her character name is. Give me a second. Um, is Sophie uh, Dumont? Sophie. Sophie. Yeah. But no, no, Zazzy she was, Beats. That's a great name. Well, I'm Daryl Beats, so I got you. <laughs> but uh, yeah. How about crawling into the fucking fridge? What a great scene that was. Oh, dude. Like, that uh, gave me... Yeah, that gave me some anxiety. Yo, but yo, 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 yo. How did he get out of the fridge? You can't get out of a fridge if, it, no, if you it's can't. closed. Interesting. How the huh. fuck did he get out? I was like, what the fuck? Or did right? he ever crawl in? Yep, and that's, or, yeah, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> or did he die while he was in there? Or, you know, yeah. and the rest if, was... If dead. I got in my fridge, well, I could get out because it doesn't have a handle with a latch. Right. But I don't think fridges have latches on the inside. Oh, no. That's why junkyards and stuff, I guess, yeah. to take the doors off so kids don't crawl in there and get <laughs> trapped. And yeah. Yeah. That was one of the ones that if you but get just in, you're he's done. Yanking everything out, you just think he's just like wrecking the shop. You don't mm-hmm. get what he's yeah. doing. I didn't, you know, realize oh, see, yeah. he was making room for himself. Yeah. You know? he, got to, he got to a point where I was like, motherfucker, he's going to get in. And it's, I'm like, it's one of those, <laughs> like, it's one of those old ones. I'm like, no, no. Yeah. And then he don't slams get in, it. You're not going to get out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so and one thing weird. that a friend of mine uh, wrote, and he was also, you know, he he loved it, and he was talking about, you know, he didn't ever think that he he would see, you know, somebody who would top Heath Ledger's performance, which he thought was was the best. Um, but he he made an interesting point. He's like, you know, this was a this was a standalone performance by by Joaquin Phoenix, whereas Heath Ledger, oh, you know, sure. he's just he's He's a secondary character. You know, it's a Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would have been interesting to see what, you know, Heath Ledger's Joker could have done with just a movie about oh, him. I think that would have been more along the lines of what you're talking, D. You know, and it would have been fantastic, you know. Yeah. But, what, but no, I think, I, I, uh, you know, Joaquin did a great job. He's fucking amazing. He's a great actor. And I'm disappointed that Jimmy Kimmel released that uh, behind-the-scenes footage where he's, like, yelling at the cinematographer. It's, it's come out that that was part of the, That was the joke. That was uh, – uh, it was planned. Okay. It was – Yeah, but I'm like – PR. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, no, no, no publicity is bad publicity, right? It, it, so, it, yeah, but, it, uh, it's, it's since come out that that was actually – it was planned. And it was – Okay. It, yeah, it was supposed to be, like – him like pranking the crew to try to be like because he he if you remember back when he did um the the one movie where he was like he went on letterman and he was all insane like he does that whole method 
he he immerses himself in that. So yeah, yeah, it's very Andy Kaufman esque, you mm-hmm. know, where he'll and that was uh, that was Casey Affleck, I believe, who directed that movie. I think you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah but uh, <clears throat> and and I I'm gonna look that up because I want to remember what the, what that one is. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, like he, it, it's come out that yeah, he that that was that was a a put on. Um, okay. Cool. But that was back when. Uh, well, damn, damn, it wasn't. Oh, that that one is. I'm still here. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, he, he was working on his his rap career. <laughs> you know what's funny is like yeah. the whole. You know, you he, you were led to believe that he was going to go on Murray and he was going to kill himself, mm-hmm. shoot himself. I never for a moment bought that, mm-hmm. and it's like, you know, an old rule of thumb I've applied to television since I was a kid you know, watching detective shows or whatever, or movies. Like, you don't get a Bobby De Niro in there. Like, if De Niro's showing up to do that movie, he's the one getting shot. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can and remember, I was I the loudest guy in the years theater. And years and years ago, and, like, Alan Alda was in it. I'm like, oh, cool, it's Alan Alda. Like, well, of course he's going to be the bad guy. He's fucking Alan Alda. Why the hell else would he bother doing the movie? <laughs> you know? Well, no, he was, yeah, I guess, because he's done a couple of Woody Allen movies, and he was definitely a bad guy. Well, it, it, but uh, I was I was the loudest guy in the theater when De Niro got shot. I was like, oh! You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> Remind me. Of, yeah, that was a really cool And scene. that reminds me to never see a movie with, with their own person again. <laughs> I still think that would be the greatest yeah. thing in the world to watch, is the two of you watching a movie together. In the I would just move. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so animated. Yeah, you don't want to get near me in a theater for sure. Well, you know, but, I, you know, that's the thing is that you know uh, the Joker. It did not move me. You know what I mean? Like I got animated during the third act. You know what I mean? The uh, the Bruce Wayne reveal at the end, the gay blade, uh, the adoration of uh, the Joker at the end. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Everything and the shooting of Murray all that stuff in the third act really definitely, you know, made me go like, ah, yes, fucking a finally, Jesus Christ. I sat through fucking two hours of this goddamn thing. And finally everything's coming together. You know what I mean? But you know, uh, what I love about film is that, you know, if you make me cry during a film, like Avengers Endgame, Captain Marvel, this, that, and the third, if you make me fucking jump up out of my fucking reclining seat, you know what I mean? That's what I want. I want the writers to, like, unlike The Walking Dead, which is very manipulative in their writing, you know what I mean? I'm like, I feel ripped off by that. But if you can make me fucking feel something and really get emotionally involved in the characters, then you have succeeded. And uh, the Joker did not do that for me. Here's your hot take, Daryl. At the end of that movie, I had tears in my eyes because I, I loved it so much. And because I, I thought there's, 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 there's been a few movies that, that, have done it to me because the sheer grand scale of how awesome they were. The one if be- I had, if I had, I'm sorry, Chris, go ahead. No, no, the the one bef- before it was uh, Interstellar, where I sat after the movie and I just sat in the theater and bawled for five minutes because I was just like, I, this oh. is why I go to this is why I go to see movies. But anyway, I would have I would have well, walked out of this one again, man. I would have walked out of this one and turned around and gone right back in and seen oh, it again. Absolutely, like if I'd have had the time and. Um, you know, and I still want to go back and watch it again. And, and I just, you know, I, I, I was, I'm fascinated by the performance. There's so many things I want to 
see again now that I've had time to kind of think about it and try to, because I still, like I said, I still don't quite know what to make of it and what to think. Because as soon as you start doubting something, you start doubting everything. Because even at the end, even at the end, you know, as he's walking down, like my image of Arkham over the years, it's pretty, uh, you know, high security place. So even just like when he steals the file and takes off and, you know, is able to just kind of stand there and read it and there's nobody jumping him. But are we Um, ever clear that that is actually Arkham, though? That's the thing. What's that? Oh, it is. It's got to be. Well, but that's just it. It it could just be an asylum and Arkham is, is the creme de la creme and that's just a regular asylum and that's why... There, you know, he got away with it exactly. Yeah. You know, and Say like, again? no, I don't quite. I, but you yeah. saw him walking into Arkham Asylum and set it on the building. Oh, see, I didn't see that. Yeah, I like you okay. see him approaching the building to when at the beginning of that scene. Ooh, perfect. And then he's and yeah. then he's in there and he's standing there talking to the guy and he almost wants to confess to them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been a pretty rough week. <laughs> you yep. know, snapped a little bit and the dude's just like, you know, if you want to talk to somebody, I'm just a fucking clerk. You know, mm-hmm. but he so he grabs that file and he fucking takes off. Yeah. You know, in Arkham, he's you know, there's not going to be four orderlies to jump him in the hall like well, that. Well, it could also, you know, you know, and and, and I'm obviously this is spitballing on Arkham. The, the lower levels could be where the shit hits the fan and it could have, you know, the, the upper levels could be the, you know, the, the outward appearance of, of, you know, sure. a, a, a great sanitarium. Right. But I mean, also like at the end, you know, when he comes walking out of his appointment, I would never imagined that after your session, you just get to walk your own ass back to your room. You know, whether you got blood on your feet or not, I'm pretty sure you're as you'd be escorted door to door, you know, from, from you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, yeah, so but, if, but if he killed her, he could have the blood on his feet. And like that, even that scene itself, because at this point, I'm doubting everything. Ooh. Like if you look at that scene, mm-hmm. it's kind of like misty and awash. It's almost it almost looks kind of dreamy. Yeah. You know, and, and then the, the old school classic, the end comes up. But, you know, when you see him start running. First, it's just him running, and then there's somebody behind him. But they look exactly like him because they're in white, too. Is it him chasing himself? Is it an orderly? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is even going no. on? You know? yeah. Like, yeah. some people get their kicks stomping on a dream. I don't fucking know. Um, but, uh, yeah, there were just, I, you know, and they talked to the one scene that you see of him in Arkham before, at the end, he's wearing the same all-white jumpsuit, you know, looks like the same fucking room that uh, he's in with her at the mm-hmm. end she's actually kind of reminiscent to the social worker or whoever he sees when he's out if he's out earlier you know it's just so many little nuances like that mm-hmm. that it is kind of like a a fight club type movie like, right. where once you've seen it once you're like okay now i gotta go back and watch that again <laughs> just to you know look for this or that or you know And for me, that's like, if I can see a movie and love it, but I could give two shits if I never see it again. Whereas there's other ones where like, I will watch it again and again, just because I know I'll be able to take something else away from it Mm -hmm. upon another viewing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, of course you guys know what, what I mean, because, you know, we've all watched the same shit for years and years. That's part of why we're uber geeks. Um, yeah. <laughs> we know what we like. Well, you know, I've watched I've watched Endgame like a hundred fucking times. You know what I mean? But Joker, 
probably not going to get another viewing for me until it comes out for free on my cable. Well, here's 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 a good hot take for you. Uh, and it, it plays into, you know, what you just talked about. Um, the first time that I watched Fight Club, I did not like it. Yeah. And, like, I I didn't have a second viewing for, like, 10 years. And, uh... uh wow. Jared Leto and, shouts and, out. Uh, no, no. He... he Still, I'm still mad at him, him uh, over um, his little uh, hot topic Joker. Uh, not gonna forgive him. Um, I loved, I ugh. love that Joker. That might ugh. be my favorite really? Joker. Ugh. It might be my favorite I would Joker. Put, yeah. I would well, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger's fucking immortal, Matthew dude. Come on, Joker in Full Metal Jacket above Jared Leto's. Um, oh come on! I saw that fucking thing. You put it no, up today, put it right? Up, I put it up as soon as Chris posted it. Like it's as soon as, literally as soon as you put that. Yeah, yeah. Matthew Modine is the best Joker. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> after hearing, wait. After you eat the peanuts after, out after of my hearing shit. That do you think that that that, <laughs> that Hot Topic Joker is the best Joker? I I may have to quit the show. <laughs> well, I I love Heath Ledger. You can't. You can't take anything away from that man. His Joker was immortal. But uh, number two, motherfucking okay, Jared Leto. I thought it list. was fucking go on. awesome. I want to keep hearing this. Three. No, that's, that's it. it. So three. Oh, okay, well, that's what I was gonna say. There's there's other Jokers to be taken into account. Yeah. What about Mark Hamill? Wait till they get a load of me. But Chris goes way back, way back, way back to the uh, who was the guy in the original series with Mm -hmm. Adam West? Yes, he's a Romero, right? That that's your guy. I I think that that Jared Leto's Joker is even below the shitty barefoot dreadlock uh, that was on Joker that was on the Batman like one season cartoon (laughs) that was. Where he had like weird fucking gap teeth and like dreadlocks. All right, well, hang on a second because I missed this at the beginning. You guys said you were talking about Birds of Prey. Yeah. So, how do you guys, what are you, are you looking forward to that? Do you want to see it? Oh, that movie looked, after hearing that, it looks like it's right up your alley, Daryl. It looks garbage. (laughs) No, it looks looks like rubbish to me. And by the way, I hated Suicide Mm. Squad, but Jared Leto, I thought was fucking awesome. I really loved his Joker, man. Ugh. I really did. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> it was I such agree. a new thing. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, but like, Jared... wait, you you agree with who? You agree with the yuck? Uh, yeah, I agree with the yuck. Absolutely. Like I said, no, I literally would put Matthew <laughs> ahead of Jared Leto. You know, if you give me my druthers yeah, well, on so Jokers. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you if you're if you're you, strictly live action. And not counting Mark Hamill, who right. is Correct. you know it, 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 that's who you achieve to be as Joker. But if you're strictly going with live action, I think you've you've got to. Um, uh, I, I think that Heath Ledger was better than Nicholson, and yeah. but but Nicholson yep, is, is um. Just, he played that perfectly as well, but I hear. Yeah. I think that in I think that the 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 how he played that role. So Arthur Fleck, if you just say Arthur Fleck, he's the best. I think Joaquin Phoenix is. He became that and delved so much. He was that character. Yeah, but wait, 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 but wait, like wait, my wait. like my wait, friend wait, wait. said though. Oh, oh, over he. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, I think if you had a Heath Ledger. Ledger film that was just Heath Ledger being the Joker, it would be harder to make that call, in my Ab- opinion. Absolutely. I, you I know, agree with you. Because he's playing a secondary role. Right. Um, in, in, uh, in, the, in the Dark Knight Rises. Right. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers represent, by the way. That's the, I, Goth- one of, one of my the Gotham Lightning fucker. One of my individuals on my Facebook <laughs> was one of the extras. She, she was in the stands, one of the individuals I supported. She got to go down there, and she was a huge Steeler fan. She got to be there for no that scene. And, like, you know, they had oh, few, you know they had people awesome. there, but then they, like, the same people you saw, like, you know, a dozen times in the in the crowd they just had whatever crowd they got and then they just like moved duplicated yeah. them and multiplied did, did them. she make it on screen i mean these were just distance shots so yeah okay okay the only thing that i'm happy so about probably. being these dealers is they all get blown the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> and they're getting blown the fuck up this season too so don't worry <laughs> i still love the fact yeah <laughs> that <clears throat> Brain sounds just like Sean Connery. <laughs> well, the, okay, so let, 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 let's rate Jokers. What do you got, Chris? Joker ratings. Are we just sticking with let's live action? Saying, live action. Yeah. yeah, if we're just going live, live action. action. I Mark th- Hamill is a given. All right. Yeah, it's a given. You know, it, it, but if you if you count live action, you can almost say that that he. In there was in the the Flash series that that was the original Flash series, he plays a character called the Trickster, which is essentially the piece playing the fucking Joker, um, mm-hmm. uh, which he reprised on the new Flash show. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, I you know if you're just using live action, I think no. that you have to go uh, Heath. Obviously, you know as it. it, it, it Full on Joker, Heath is tough to beat. Um, yeah, number one, number one, no question, right? I think that Jack is a very close second, and then for me, it is is Joaquin. Um, I think then you have so Joaquin to, is number three. Yeah, for me, um, I think you have to then give it to the kid that plays uh, Joker on the Gotham show. Because he does a phenomenal job. At, at, oh, at the... let's stick with the big screen. I okay. haven't seen all any right. of those. Sorry. Well, 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 yeah. all right. well, I think that we, we did say live action, though. Yeah, but, you but did. That's you okay. did. And if we're talking about Cesar Romero and yeah. Adam West, yeah. I, I think yeah. that. I'm, I'm not up on Gotham. I so. think then you have to throw in Caesar. Then you have to throw in. There's a couple really, really, really fucking good. Uh, fan films like there's this put there's a, there is this this place called bat in the sun which uh if you've not checked out check out bat in the sun is is makes some really fucking good movies um and there's a guy that plays the joker on there that's really good um then um fuck who else is there who else could there be i'm trying to think of like like eight other people to throw in just to throw in so that leto's fucking like dog <laughs> like scraping off <laughs> scraping leto off on my shoe on the curb um but no however many other ones i'm forgetting <laughs> forgive me and then jared leto is the joker. <laughs> so at least now All when right, you Jeff? watch fight club can you appreciate the beatdown that jared leto gets just even for that performance but anyway okay <laughs> is it my turn now um 
well, I'm going to throw in a couple of disclaimers first, I guess. Um, I've only okay. seen I've only seen Joker once. Obviously, I would like to see it again. Much more anxious to than you are, D. Um, yes. I, I, as far as the Tim Burton, uh, Batman and Jack's performance, I mean, I was, I was 17 years old, 16 years old, saw it on wow. Park Avenue cinema, um, loved it. But to me, it was more, it was so, it was such a different role for Jack Nicholson. I enjoyed that more and he did a great job, but I'm just putting that mm-hmm. out there because then like Cesar Romero, all right, anyway, I'm yapping. I'm going to, I got to go with Heath first because I've seen it of course, so many of course. more times. Come on. And there's many reasons for it. For me, for me, that's going to, you know, shock or bug you maybe. I would put, you know, that performance I saw because it's just so fresh yesterday. And as I said, it was like a character study. I mean, that was, that, that was a, a whole different approach to, you know, the character itself, let alone the subject matter in, in my mind. So that puts him at two for me. And then I would go, I would go Jack, then Cesar Romero, then Matthew Modine, then at least a dozen jackasses who are going to be dressed up as Joker this Halloween at wherever I wind up playing. <laughs> and then Jared Leto. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and, and here's one thing before I let Daryl speak about this is, uh, you also have to take into account that the whole reason that Jack Nicholson did some of what he did is because of Cesar Romero. And that's see, I wanted to put Cesar ahead of Jack, but I didn't feel like I could. I think that's why I started with my disclaimer. Yeah, I think he almost can. That takes me back to to my childhood so much. And of all the the villains, you know, the Joker was my favorite, you Mm -hmm. know, obviously. But even though, you know, I had Frank Gorshin as the Riddler, I mean, those are fucking classic uh, uh, villains and characters uh, and so well portrayed. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, but but Jack was incredible. Yeah, I got to watch that again. I saw it in theaters when it came out. And I haven't seen it, like, Man, maybe I've watched it like one or two times since, but uh, what, Jack Nicholson for sure. Yeah, yeah the Burton one. And I but, still you know, think Michael Keaton is Batman. And I, I don't know if it's just because I fucking love Michael Keaton or what. But... No, he's awesome. Come on, man. And that first Spider-Man movie, Homecoming? Oh, Michael Keaton. Come on, man. So dope. This is off the... We'll but... I, I want to hear what both of you thought about Birdman at some point. Now that we're speaking about Michael Keaton, but go on. Um, uh, Joker. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Heath Ledger. Jared Leto. Jo- Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, he's number three. Yeah, I loved fucking Leto in that shit. And it's not just because I fed him in my restaurant but <laughs> i i love the performance uh the tattoos so, so the, the eight minutes the, the eight minutes that he was on screen you thought that he developed that character better than any other one yes interesting well not developed right. you don't have you can't develop a character in eight minutes you can portray it you right know, you can and that's but that's like full blast that's the thing is like he that's <laughs> like taking it to 11 from the jump and keeping it that loud the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you he know? was so That's dope. I mean, come was. on, man. Yeah, I, I, and then, 
Yeah. Nick Wilson, I, number I thought, four. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. My bad. No, go ahead. No, uh, well, what I was going to say is, is I, I think this is interesting. You know, Jared Leto's performance was full volume the entire time. Joaquin Phoenix's performance and the film itself had this slow, gradual this building, building. which slow burn? was reminiscent of the, the I, don't know, I don't know, it wasn't music so much as just the sound in the Dark Knight in the Heath version. Remember, just there was that constant, mm-hmm. and it just kept rising. Mm-hmm. You know, it was in the background. It was so effective. You know what I'm talking about. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, that was like Joaquin Phoenix's performance. Have, you know, have you, speaking of that, have you ever gone back and just listened to the soundtrack from that? That's one of those movies that I'll just have on. So, yeah, oh, like dude. I've, I've, you know, isolated from the film, just listening to it, you know, isolated from the film. That soundtrack is unfucking believable. Yeah. I believe it. I thought, like I said, I thought the music was very effective yesterday. Mm-hmm. But Daryl, yeah, you only you didn't even get to to Jack or or, or did you or Caesar? No, you said Jack number four. And you don't even count Caesar Romero. I mean, no, Jesus no, Christ. not at all, not at all. Before before my time, before my time, for sure. I'm so disappointed in you, Daryl. I would, I, I would have to go back and watch like all these old ass fucking Batman TV. I'll tell you what, there's worse things, there's worse <laughs> things to do with a day. I mean, Daryl, as much as much stuff as you watch, I mean, you could find time for some old episodes of Batman. I think you'd get a fucking kick out of it. Just reading the pow, bam! Oh my biff. god. I mean, I've I've seen all that shit. You know what I mean? But uh, we're talking live action, like big time fucking yeah. cinema shit. I don't know. I think I'm I'm a so. I may be more of a fan of subtle. What do you got, Jeff? Um, yeah. Well, give us I your did. top five. <laughs> I did. I went before you, didn't I? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I said I said Heath, Joaquin was torn between Jack and Caesar, then Matthew Modine, then a bunch of people who were going to be dressed up at Halloween, as Joker, <laughs> and then Jared Leto. Now again, again, I'll give you the Matthew Modine because I watched Full Metal Jacket last week, and oh my god, what a fucking great movie! So you're the Joker, yes, hmm. yeah. Matthew Modine might be the best Joker actually, <laughs> and you know Stanley Kubrick was like the best friend of Matthew Modine. They really? played chess, they did this, hmm. that, and the third. They were best friends, and then after the film wrapped. Kubrick never responded to anything that Matthew Modine did to him. He never responded to a phone call. He never communicated with him again. And Matthew Modine was so pissed about that. So I guess Stanley's a bit but of an like, actor yeah, himself. That's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to Stanley Kubrick for being a fucking dick. But that's how it goes. Have you, have you guys ever heard the rabbit hole shit about him supposedly uh, being the one that faked the moon landing and how he put a bunch of references to that yes, in The Shining. Yes. Yep. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? Speaking of conspiracy theories, and by the way, we speaking of conspiracy theories, we need to get Carlos on the podcast yeah. ASAP. He's, so he's down on coming that. on. There's no doubt. But like I said, he's got some. He's got some shit. He needs to be 
putting his focus on right now. So he, he'll he'll be with us. Okay, as soon as he can. I'm unaware what of I had, that. Uh, I, it was all in our uh, production meeting messages. Sometimes I feel like I'm yes. I'm invisible yes. to you, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I don't know what the issue with uh with uh with uh, uh, oh, Jimenez oh, well, is. No, I mean, I just I, I was but, uh, I, I wasn't gonna get into all that stuff just in our messages, and I'm not gonna get into it. And that's me now either. You know, we all have of course, our personal of course. lives. He's, he's very excited to get on our podcast, but he's got some more pressing shit he's tending to right now. So, yeah. But moon landing? Do you think it was fake? Do you think it you was think it was a moon? <laughs> There's a moon. It's out there right now. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think the moon landing was faked. Me either. Yeah. Much less Stanley Kubrick. Come on. I mean, I mean, he could have done it, but no. No, I, I, I don't think it was faked either. I mean, there's, I think that the, the, the reason that, that um, there's a lot of stuff that, that, that people speculate about is because that there's probably, um, and if you go on, if you start doing deep dives on the web, there's, there's pictures that they've even have that, that they're not releasing and there's stuff that's missing. And, and I think that because of that, people are trying to fill in the blanks um, that because there, there's, um, I don't, I watched, cause I love that shit. I love watching conspiracy theory shits. I, I absolutely think that mm. we went to the moon. Um, but uh, I think that there's yeah. some, that they found some stuff that, you know, that, uh, uh, they don't want people to know about and like there there's talk of structures and you know Whoa. there's talk i'm yeah. sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry no, no i just i just I, like i don't know if we mentioned this or not but like how fucked up must the state of our world be for the united states navy to come out and you know basically admit that like ufos and like oh yeah that shit that that's legit that's real mm-hmm. and that's like a wink it's like a <laughs> wink on the fucking you know uh uh, scroll on the bottom of the screen and right. <laughs> like oh yeah well i mean i think that, that that i i think but that if you if, did they actually come out and say aliens or did they just say ufos because unidentified flying objects yeah there's right like which we can confirm that these right. things yeah that's still not saying what they were right but there's never been that kind of uh admission or disclosure before i'm just saying it would have been bigger news at a different mm-hmm. time in oh for sure <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's funny that, like, I, it, you have to kind of think of, of in today's landscape how much uh, how much is, is stuff, like, people, like, almost trying to, to distract and then being like, no, 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 what about this? You know, no. like, yeah. I well, mean, even you just what you were talking about with the, the stuff that's not being disclosed about the moon and structures and this and that, to me, like, I immediately go to you know, Black Bush in the Chappelle show when he brings Bibble on, you know, <laughs> introduces him to everybody. This is Bibble. Um, <laughs> you know, that was the big admission there that, well, of course they're real. You know, we've been working yeah. with Bibble for years. Yeah. 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 All right. So it's our overlords. <clears throat> yeah. Man, there's some pretty interesting ones out there right now. Like, a lot of those like conspiracy theories on YouTube are just fucking just horrible bub kiss. And like even even down to some of the Bigfoot things that I'll go and try to watch, man, some of them are just so 
fucking bad. Speaking of Bigfoot and speaking of Los, I realized after the fact, like our last podcast, I was just like, I don't know. I was, I, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't in a great mood or headspace. I realized like when I was talking about my trip, how little I really shared about a couple different things. Um, but uh, like, I didn't even mention like getting to see Chuck. You know, Chuck didn't just come hang out. Chuck, like, Wait, I stayed with... You saw Chuck? You didn't know that? Dude, so fucking, no. I fly in. What the fuck? Ruby and I fly in. And Los picks us up at the airport. Ruby was supposed to be hopping on a on a flyaway up to yeah. Van Nuys. But Los is like, I'll fucking take you up there. So just so Ruby could meet her friend. Right. But then, so then Los and I, you know, we're... we're he's driving me around i'm checking shit out you know posting pictures in nakatomi plaza and shit um and then we go What's that? no go ahead but, man keep going i'm just well, like yo you know, so chuck, you know I'm, chuck calls while we're driving around and we make plans we're going to get together maybe you know yoli's going to come maybe we'll get the families together chuck winds up coming and spending the night at los's friday night and oh Saturday my god, night. that's awesome! <laughs> and uh, but I felt so bad for him because, um, like, yeah, he got like a hall pass for the whole weekend, spent the whole weekend with us. Um, but so he, he finds <laughs> us at Venice Beach. Now, mind you, I hadn't slept at all the night before. You know, I fly across country, I drop my daughter off, you know, three thousand miles away from our home, and then you know, hitting up the you know lovely options that you have in california um uh one uh a friend <laughs> uh, passed along some it was some honey something rather he's like it's the best shit going right now it's a hundred dollars a gram and you know it's yours you hang on to this this weekend while you're here and and we're also drinking like thc infused juices um had you know yes. eating edibles having the, the honey, whatever. And then we wind up walking down to Venice Beach. And then we're smoking more there, right? And so by the time Chuck finds us, and Chuck takes an Uber, like, right down, you know, gets dropped off just a little ways away from us, comes walking up. Los and I are, you know, we're in another dimension. At Hammered, this right? You know, oh, <laughs> beyond. And, like, I couldn't even formulate a sentence. I had just just when he got there started to regain my grasp of you know i like i got one more finger hold of sanity back in and of course chuck shows up and you know hands me his pen and i had to be like ah dude i'm okay right now <laughs> like chuck, chuck comes all the way to <laughs> speech to meet us and me and los are both too you know out of it to even do anything at that point <laughs> and so then so, you know and they're all like all right so Let's let's go get something to eat. What do you want to do? Where are we going to head? You know, and Chuck's come all the way down. He's thinking he's you know we're going to party, we're going to hang out. Um, and so we decide to get to get back to Liz's car, which was parked a good ways away, at least for me with my fucking you know water retaining feet and ankles and all that stuff. Plus, you know, people walk really fast in L.A. I found <laughs> out. You know, just did, like they did, drive. Really did they get you a nice stuff. wheelchair with in a blanket for your legs? I'd have been happy to have one, I'll tell you that, because they're walking and I'm just trying to keep up with them. You know? <laughs> and, and like 
Like, yo, this is an awesome story, man. I love it so much. Holy and a couple shit. times I had to tell him, like, yo, like, guys, hold on, please. You know, little did I know, Carlos was as bad off as I was. And he was just like, you know, fucking, you know, had the blinders on like a horse just trying to get around. The, he was just trying to get back to the car. Um, and but so we're heading back to the car you know, before we even started walking, like, where do you want to go eat? What do you want to do? And it's like, you know, maybe nine o'clock, but for me, it's midnight and I still haven't slept, Mm -hmm. you know, plus I'm just fucking lit, you know? So I'm like, honestly, man, I don't want to be a downer, (laughs) but can we like maybe head back to your place? So then we're walking back to the car. They're essentially (laughs) running. I'm trying to keep up. We get back to the car, which I considered a personal victory right there. And then Carlos, and I swear to God, like, I wanted to stand up and applaud him or hug him every time we arrived safely at any destination. I still couldn't get over the way that motherfucker could drive. It was like a lifetime of video gaming led him to that moment. And we get in the car. see a speed, sir? Mind you, it's after dark at this point. For the first fucking dozen blocks, he's driving with his sunglasses on. And I'm like, dude, you want to take those off? Oh, Jesus Christ. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, that helps a lot. And but it was dead silent in the car, and we get all the way back to this place. I pass out almost instantly. You know, I'm just beat. You know, Los or Chuck has come to party. I'm now snoring on the couch already. So I had to be told about the rest after the fact. I'm figuring Los is okay because he just brilliantly drove us home. You know, apparently shortly after I fell asleep, Los just like everything hit him he held himself together long enough to get us back to his pad and then was just a zombie too i think he was like getting sick or something i don't even know so like then there's chuck he's never even met renee carlos's girlfriend and so all of a sudden it's just the two of them it's only like 10 p.m i'm snoring (laughs) carlos is like cold sweats laying in bed like a zombie (laughs) chuck and renee are just like chatting did Carlos yeah. did Carlos dose himself? I, he just got uh he just uh he didn't, re- he didn't realize he didn't realize that uh we were hitting that honey shit. Mm. Um well dude like it was it the pens or was it flour? Um pens. That's it was but that's the thing. That was pens. But mm. that's what I'm saying is there was pens, there was flowers, there was drinks. It was, you know, everything we ingested for hours. Yeah. And that's, that's where you can really fuck yourself up. Cause like, you know, because it's so concentrated and that's what they, the, the dosing lab, but I've talked about in prior shows, that's when you can really, really fuck yourself up. <laughs> but and then like, yeah, we go to, we go to breakfast the next morning at a, at a diner, Ruby's diner. It was called. So is Chuck there too? Yeah, yeah, me, Chuck, okay. and Renee, and Los all go out to breakfast. This is when I'm hearing about how the rest of the night went. And Chuck's yeah. teasing us mercilessly because he came to hang out, and we, we both died on him. And then Saturday, we, <laughs> went, we went there to the diner, and then we were trying to decide what to do that day. And they're talking about, oh, Lenny Kravitz is playing here, and this is going on, and that's going on. And I'm still just, like, still looped, you know, physically not feeling well. Um, and, um, but they wanted to just, or Carlos, Carlos, Carlos is like, well, let's just, uh, he's like, maybe we could go see a movie. And I remember you suggesting Daryl, like they got that four, four D or XD 
theater the out X, there. Yeah. You got to check it out. I'm like, I really don't think I'm going to go to fucking, you know, L.A. and go see a movie. But Carlos is all about it. He's like, we could go see that, whatever you saw and said it was it was shit. Oh, that Ad Astra. So he was Ad Astra. he was talking about going Garbage. to see that. And I'm like, well, let's just go back to your place. Because I'm thinking we can't, you know, we can't go back to hitting the pen and everything at the theater, you know. <laughs> we went back and like I said, that's when we were watching bad Bigfoot movies all day, like the one with the Pittsburgh dad dude in it. Yeah. Did and you see any that were good? What did we do Saturday night? I don't even know. Oh, Saturday night, another guy from Meadville, Michael Johnson, came by and we were all hanging out. Um, But yeah, it was funny because like Chuck, Chuck gets so loud. <laughs> like I could not get Oh yeah. Oh my lord. Like the funnier something is to Chuck, the louder he, he gets. And it was it was hysterical, <laughs> you know. Um because I know I'm sitting here thinking, like, you know, it's a little apartment complex and I like trying to imagine being the neighbors listening to our asses being as rowdy as we were. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know if I sent you guys a picture of just the giant bowl of you know, our bounty, our, uh, uh, everything we had. And then we just proceeded to, you know, go at it the remainder of the weekend. And then Sunday we went to, went for coffee and breakfast again. And then, you know, watched the Steeler game in the after in the morning, <laughs> you know, or whatever back there. And then, uh, Chuck, finally, we parted ways with Chuck on Sunday. He went home and mm-hmm. we went over to another, a friend of Los's and he cooked us dinner um, and we watched whatever the Sunday night game was there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lowe's, or Chuck spent most of the weekend with us. But Friday night, you know, he showed up. I thinking, did not know that. Thinking, yeah, we're going to party. And, and fucking Carlos and I were just done. We were completely <laughs> like we were cashed the fuck out by the time Chuck even got there. You know? Yeah. All right. So yeah. so so real quick, did any of the thing, evidence that he showed you like give you pause to be like damn that, that that's fucking good um sasquatch shit right like i said we were what we were looking at more so when we were there were bad movies you know, oh, okay we, we weren't delving too deeply into what he has that's more of the stuff he's got set up on his website and he's really trying to get some legs underneath that he's also i don't know like i know you've been a little more following what he's doing but like the the consultation he's doing on that one animation thing the cryptozoology shit like did, did you see his post about that i did not yeah he's a creative consultant on some new cartoon thing they're doing about all these cryptos um he's got a lot of really awesome stuff going on right now and he's you know he's taken what's been a lifelong you know passion and love and you know he's you know we're all getting on and he's decided if i'm gonna really do something with this you know now's the time to do it um he did show me a couple things and he's like asking me what i saw and there wasn't like i'm not saying it wasn't like to me it wasn't well goddamn that's that's just so obvious that must be what that is like i could see he's like what do you see or do you see it he's like do you see it <laughs> you know and it reminded me of what are the fucking ray fines and red dragon do you see <laughs> do you see um, but, uh, uh, and I was like, well, I'm not sure. He's like, well, just tell me what you think you see. And I, you know, I pointed out and he's like, yeah, you know, and that's not there in that shot and this, you know, but you know, he's, uh, for him, it's not just a hobby. I mean, he mm-hmm. approaches it from a 
a scientific perspective and he has a multitude of uh uh of of uh content and bits of information that you know i think he's going to continue to be providing and putting out there and people can make up their own minds but he's got some interesting uh plans and ideas as to where he'd like to take it but obviously it's going to be better off when he can come on here and talk about this yeah um and as i said it's not like he doesn't want to do it he's just uh some shit came up like right after i had been out there um it was kind of caught him out of left field and he's got to tend to that first okay well first of all i'm amazed that you ran into chuck (laughs) like how cool was that like i hung out with chuck here for a couple months ago yeah for a couple days and I was the same way. Like the first night I was like, I'm fucking done. I'm going home. I'm going to go to bed. You know what I mean? Mm. And then the second night he helped me move down the right. hall into right. my new apartment. <laughs> like we're like hauling shit. You know what I mean? And uh, Yoli's like fucking packing up my kitchen and shit. So mm-hmm. it's uh, so cool to hang out with Chuck. But I did not know that on your trip with Los, you ran into fucking Chuck. Well, that so that's what so I realized cool. after the fact. I'm like, I didn't even mention any of that tell you know because i knew you would have did not you did not i'm blown away yeah yeah we didn't run into him i mean as soon as i got there carlos hit him up you know he knew i was coming so he'd been messaging before that saying you know when you're out here you know just let me know and and i was i told him the same thing as carlos i'm like this is gonna be a a whirlwind i'm gonna be there and i'm gonna be gone you know yeah and i felt bad because he really wanted us like he wanted to come hang and then he wanted us to come back and hang at his place and like have dinner there and stuff and you know, we never made it back that way. I think if he hadn't stayed at Los's Saturday night, we may have gone his direction, you know? But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know that Chuck hasn't seen Los until now, right? Uh, like the whole time they've lived in California. Like Chuck's been like, yo, I got to go see Los. I got to go see Los. And really? now you go out there and uh-huh. that's the fucking linchpin. Like, I don't think they've seen each other until you got there. Well, like I said, I so, know that he so had never awesome. met Renee, and Carlos and Renee have been together for a few years, so... Oh, Renee's awesome. Yeah. I love her. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, yeah, I've seen her twice. They always stop by my, my restaurant when they're in Denver. Yeah. So it's like a, such a blessing to see Lowe's, uh, you know. And we only know each other from Facebook. I didn't know him in high school or anything like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. So when they stop by Denver, I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm working!" But I'm gonna take a half hour and fucking sit down and talk to you real quick. Oh yeah. Well, well, gents, yeah, well, I, awesome. I, I love that story. I love hearing that kind of stuff. I think that uh, we may have to wrap it up for the evening, though. Yeah, because we got two parts yes. to put together. Final thoughts. Yep, yep. Yeah, we got a good two hours, easy. Yeah, yeah. All right, Chris, what well, you got? You know, uh, subjective movies uh, are, uh, you know, where it's at. Um, you know, if it if it speaks to you, it speaks to you. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Just go out and watch them and enjoy and uh, be excellent to each other. Oh, man. Um, Jeff? A couple things. Uh, Monday is what I think we should shoot for Monday. Um, next week, yeah, uh, it'll be a pretty quick turnaround. But we've missed enough episodes lately that it, I think we need to get ourselves back on track, get a groove going again. Plus, Monday is the 25th yeah. anniversary of the release of. Can't believe we've got this far without mentioning the Pulp Fiction in this episode. 
Um, yeah. So this coming Monday it will be 25 years to the day since that little piece of film was was released. So we should definitely. That That's is Monday, Monday, October 14th. Correct, Chris? Uh, October 14th, 1994. You told us that last time. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I thought you were acting for the... Yeah. That, that, little, that little sting you feel? That's, That's pride. Fuck pride. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> beyond that, um, I look forward to seeing uh, Joker again. Um like I said, the one line that stuck with me was what I read out of his notebook. Hardest thing about having a mental illness is people expecting you to act like you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what really happened in that movie. I don't know what was real. I don't know what really happened on this podcast. I don't know what was real. I don't even know <laughs> if you guys are real right now. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go just try and put the pieces together. Uh, but I love you both and look forward to talking to you soon. Let's shoot for Monday. All right. Sounds good. All right. Darryl. So my my final thoughts, uh, Joker, underrated. Uh, sorry, overrated. Did not enjoy it too much. Loved the third act. Did not like the first two acts. Um, Pulp Fiction. Maybe we should do a Pulp Fiction <laughs> deep dive on Monday. Uh, we'll see about that. Uh, but we got to get Carlos on. If we can get him on, no, Monday, no, no, no. That's what I'm fan. saying. We need to you need to put that on the back burner for a little bit. He'll let us know. I'll let you know. Um, okay. But as okay. far as Monday, let's shoot for Monday. Maybe Jules, you know, hey, um, if, 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 if you're just tired of talking to the two of us, Chris, but let's make this our goal. Let's let's do a little more production meeting stuff in between. Um, get back to that a little more, okay. more so than just, you know, shortly before we're we're going on air. Like I said, let's get a rhythm going again, gents. Um, we're we're. 33 episodes and damn near whatever that means, like 66 hours 33 uh, into this shit yes. now. And we had a groove going, but then, you know, life and time and, and things happen. And Life happens, so, man. You, know, you got gigs. Chris is out of town. Yeah. This, that, and the third. Yeah. But yeah, we'll get yeah. it up. Monday nights at We'll 12. get it up and running again. And uh, we'll plan on Monday. I got nothing scheduled right now. I uh, can't look far enough ahead with a week from tonight, but... So let's shoot for Monday, since it's the Pulp Fiction date anyway. Cool. But, all right, fellas. Monday night, Pulp Fiction, 25 years. We'll catch you guys later. That's Listeners, life. thanks for listening. And, later, uh, bitches. All the people we'll say, catch you all later. You're riding high in April, shot down in May.